Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we want to talk to you about connectivity. Oh, reaching connections, making connections with the people you deal with, uh, the animals that you service or have in your house. It's about creating those connections and building on those connections, making them stronger, making them healthier, making them more... Connected. connected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's funny because when years ago, when Dave and I met, we were both teaching communication. And they're like, why do you as chiropractors feel that you know anything about communication? And well, wow, what is connection? But uninterrupted or uninterfered with connection between one part of your body and another, you and your horse, you and your dog, you and your provider, all of that requires a connectivity where the message that you're sending is the message that's received. And it's also how you build your network of other professionals to learn from, other professionals to show with, other owners to commiserate with or cohabitate with, as we prefer. All of that requires a technique for being connected in, a, in an actually uh, viable and authentic way. Yeah, and I, uh, the biggest thing that I can think of right off the bat is presence. Because if you're not present for those communications, then you're not there. And if you're not there, you're not creating connection. Have you ever talked to somebody and noticed that, okay, they're, they're really not 100% here? They're either inside their own head trying to think of what they want to say, or they're really just watching other people walk by while you're trying to communicate with them. And how does that make you feel? Do you feel connected to that person? Uh, do you feel connected to that animal when you call their name and they turn and run in the other direction? <laughs> Is that connection? No, that's not connection. That's not... That's and disconnect. Yeah. And it requires a certain amount of presence and focus and listening skills, not just communicating words out of your mouth, but also listening as well. Well, it's interesting in, in the human or canine equine uh, koala bear um, connectivity, if you don't have a connection from brain cell to tissue cell, that can be called numbness, anesthesia, okay? Because it's lack of connectivity and lack of response and feedback. And I think that, as Dave was saying, it's very difficult to get feedback if no one's paying attention. And we saw a example of a video today where a horse was quite clearly communicating its discomfort, but that message wasn't being received because the internal dialogue of the person riding was so loud that it overran what was being communicated to. So the connection, we talk about when, when, you're, when you're with a dog or when you're with a horse, if you're holding reins or a leash, that is a form of physical connection that is going to inspire a certain reaction. What can happen is that the 
assumed connection may not be the information that's actually getting through. So actual connectivity is very different than control. Yeah. And in other words, take responsibility for your communication. If you're not getting the result that you want, take that responsibility and go, hey, they didn't get it the way I meant to spell it out to them, so I need to do it in a different way. I tried to show them how to do it, so, and that didn't work. So maybe I need to walk it through step by step. Maybe I need to tell them how to do it. But there's gonna be a different form of communication because obviously what you've done in the past, if it didn't work, you've gotta do something different. And I, I just ran through this with, uh, with our computer at home. Our computer at home was having some, some bug issues and every day the same issue would happen that happened the day before. And I have to call the premium services back up and they would go back in and they would do the same thing that they did the day before. Definition of insanity. The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, and finally, I, 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 I tech, I was, as I was communicating with them, I said, please try something different because look at your notes from the last four times that we've done this and do something different, please. Because what you did worked for a day, but the next day the problem was back. So I had to change my communication so I got a different result. And so when we're working on making a better relationship with our competitor, our companion, how do you know if you are truly connected? Yeah. If you think about this, when you are with someone that you care about, there's a way, a certain way that you feel that lets you know that connection is there. When you are riding or instructing and you make a slight change and there's immediately a reaction, you know mm -hmm. that your connectivity is there. When you are working in an agility ring and you are directing the dog with hand signals to do what they do so super fast that you can't keep up with them because you're so connected that they're reading your micro-communications. How do you develop that? Where are you most successful in your life doing that? And how can you translate that to other areas where you might need improvement? Yeah, because we've discussed this before where words are only 7% of your ability to communicate. The tonality that you use can be up to 38% of that ability to communicate. How you say a word can make a big difference. How you call your dog's name can make a big difference on how they react. So that's tonalities, and tonalities are very, very powerful. And the rest is what we call that unconscious communication, your body language, how you move, how you breathe, the look that you give people. You know, the signals that your body puts out, whether they're interpreted correctly or not, isn't always true, but you're always putting out signals and how the you, people react to those signals should give you a cue on how you need to react or change the way you react. And the sooner you get a reaction when you change a behavior or a signal is an indication of how connected you are to that quadruped or biped in your life. So that we all have had the experience where a certain look is louder than any words that could be said at the moment. Most of us have had a parent who had a specific look, but 
that's true when you're dealing with your animals as well. And I have a belief system that has everything to do with breath and that when you are breathing fully and completely and you use that breath rhythm to communicate with your horse, your dog, your cat, I mean, if even if you're not a cat person, when a cat sits on you and starts to purr, what does that do for you? And for many of us, we have to take a deep breath. We have to relax in a whole nother way because that connectivity invites us into a different space. If you are feline adverse, that connectivity makes you run screaming out of the room. Either way, it's a communication. Yeah, so in breath can be a very, very powerful tool for unconscious communication, watching how an animal breathes or how another person breathes and actually getting into that same rhythm. It's about rhythm. It's about that, that movement, that unconscious movement that your brain picks up on that your conscious mind might not pick up on. And being able to control that can be a very, very powerful tool. So if there's any disconnect between you and the horse you're riding, the dog you're training, the you know individuals that are involved in your life, one of the easiest steps towards getting connectivity is to begin to notice the breathing pattern. And horses, once you connect with them, you'll find that they'll just sigh. You'll see this huge inhalation, exhalation of air that will make most of us in the therapeutic world smile because you know you have made a connection with dogs. And as they begin to trust you, you'll see a slowing down of their breathing rate. And you begin to notice what their breathing rate is and literally map yours the same way as you notice them. And it doesn't mean that if the dog's going, (laughs) you have to do that. But as you increase your rate and then decrease your rate, you can invite them into your world and change the connection between you and enhance the connection between you. Yeah, because you want to create that unconscious connection because that's the deepest part of the connection. You know, asking people, hey, how's your day today? Or, boy, it sure is hot in Florida today. You know, that's, that's just f- superficial fluff. And that's not going to build a connection, right? So you've got to dig deeper. You've got to be able to go further than that to find that connection. So if you're using words, you've got to use words better than how's the weather today. Um, you've got to find... You got to find some inside. You got to find something that interests that person. So then you get their reception. Yeah, we always call that meet people at their model of the world because that is the verbal introduction to connection. If they are 
holding a golf club, there's an indication you can ask them about something I know nothing about. If they, whatever <laughs> that is, that helps you connect so that you can then take the next step to discuss that which you're interested in or you need to create a relationship about. With the animals, it's uh, back in the 70s, there was an expression, ride the horse in the direction it's going. That's connection. You need to be able to have the animal carry you forward. And that requires them being able to listen to your whole body, to your breath, to your legs, to your hands. And as soon as you tighten up and hold your breath, that, if you are connected, that horse will tighten up and hold their breath. If you're disconnected, you might end up off the horse because that might be the strategy that they take for changing that uncomfortable relationship, that disconnected relationship. So we want to help empower you, to use a word that's becoming trite, into making choices to connect the dots, to connect in a very, very efficient way so that you enhance the relationship that you have with whomever is in your sphere. So how will better communication help you? The list is endless. Being able to make that connection with people and with animals will change your life because part of the success in any business is being able to connect with people and being able to connect efficiently, which is very, very important because you can get caught up in conversations that don't go anywhere and don't mean anything. And if, if you're busy, that's, you may be creating a connection, but not in the way that will be useful to both you and the other person. And when you want to improve connection with any of your quadrupeds, one thing we notice is there needs to be a definition of that relationship. And you have to be able to match them so that you're getting attention before you can ask them to move forward with you, to listen to you, to heal, sit, stay, jump. And those of you who are her equestrians know that if they're not listening to you and you say jump, they may say no, or they may choose to jump from a place that is less than healthy for you. But if you're connected, you can have eyes closed, you're breathing, you feel it, you both know at the same moment when's the right place, when's the right time to take off. Same thing with a dog. You can have that dog by your side and you they need to then go and track and do their nose work and get up the A-frame. Whatever it is that is part of that relationship connection, when you two are synchronized, all it takes is a look and they're off. That's the kind of connection that you can build if you begin to realize where are you now? Where do you want to be? And what is the interference? Where, why is your foot numb? Where is that message not coming from? And where is that message not getting to? Identify and then correct. 
because good connection builds good trust. And if, if, if I know with my horse, if he doesn't trust you, he's not going to jump. He won't jump over a twig. Because, he won't even make a step forward. Yes. <laughs> That's just true. But that trust comes from a good connection. And that is where you want to get to in life. Connections like that. And absolutely. So we are pleased you've connected with us long enough and, uh, and well enough to listen to this message today. Please let us know where you are in your life and your connections. We love your feedback. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lindquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast.